0: Hey everybody! It's Thursday night for real this time, and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast. I'm your host, Jake, and I'm Riff, and I'm your third host, Hot Stuff. And you're not mad at me tonight because
1: it actually is Thursday. That's true. <laughs> I'm excited for it. I'm hey, for once. I'm like psyched. Um, I was. I wasn't sure whether you're going to say it's Friday night or mm. or what. I had to go to cheese school, so yeah. Uh, what did we, you learn? Nothing. What? Uh, they
0: only had one kind of cheese. No, and seriously. It was what? Rosy rosy goat the goat of spain it wasn't so what? i don't know what the cheese school is uh, there's
2: so much in this that i have no idea what you're talking about like so many different things that make no sense
0: so there's a thing called the cheese school it is so that is like a that is
1: a s- place no, slash it's not oh, okay. it's, it's a, not a place it's an organization it's, it's an organization thing.
0: it takes place at that place next to that cafe that we eat breakfast at sometimes where that woman sells a lot of succulents and little planters <laughs> and stuff. Is that sta- sta- it stable? It is stable. Yeah. It is at Lila B garden designs or something okay. next to stable cafe. It's
1: something called the cheese school. So the cheese school is a happening, an event, an organization. Yes. Okay. Mm. Uh, they had a book entitled it's
0: not you it's Brie.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: all right. Which would maybe teach you something about cheese. I was so disgusted by the title that I did not <coughs> purchase or read it.
1: Okay, uh, you couldn't you couldn't bear to look at it. They had pizza. Um, <laughs> there was wine. Um, okay, so those. Ni- well, so, I mean, there might be cheese macaroni salmon. on pizza, and I guess you could put cheese in wine, but neither of those is really cheese. There was
0: rosy goat. The goat of Spain.
1: Okay, so literally, you went to cheese school, and there was only one class, and that class was some weird goat cheese. It
0: was a rosemary goat
1: cheese. Uh, man, I, I would
0: have. It, it all comes from one goat. That I would have wanted name a is Rosie refund. Goat of Spain. She eats a tremendous amount of rosemary.
1: Okay. Uh, so was it really just one kind of cheese? Yeah. A cheese school.
2: Mm-hmm. Man, I, I think it a wasn't... goat that only eats rosemary would be delicious. it uh,
0: would taste really good. Yeah. Uh, huh. you, it, yeah, I don't th- See, the thing is, I, I think this was just an event Being done by the cheese school right. not, This was not, like, like
1: class was not in session uh, Okay Alright, so this was just like a party Because they, like, they admitted was... They admitted in a new student And the student was this goat cheese I believe It's <laughs> <laughs> I believe that... uh, It is the school for cheese, not about cheese. How to be cheese.
0: (laughs) I think the name of the event was Cheese Makes Me Happy Hour. Okay. Anyway, it's a thing that only happens on Wednesdays, so I had to force three grown men to (laughs) adjust their schedules so that I could go to cheese school (laughs) and drink a bunch of of wine. Uh, You know, I've been drinking wine because my doctor told me to stop drinking as much beer. And...
1: Is that is that going to be a solution? Like, does does wine have enough fewer calories or whatever it is? Half. Okay, yeah, so so you upped your you upped your wine consumption to double your beer consumption. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's gonna
0: be it's gonna be fun. And so, but the other thing, so you can either drink you can either drink one beer, two glasses of wine, or like a pint of whiskey. Oh, <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> it is really surprising how much whiskey you have to drink to get the the number of calories that are in a bunch of beer.
2: Is
1: it well, so? Uh, was I were we just wrong in thinking that an ounce of alcohol has a hundred calories?
0: I want to say that when I looked at it this time, an ounce of
1: whiskey had like sixty calories, and then a full beer can be like one hundred and fifty or something, two hundred ish. Or depends if on it's what it is. A big, you know. Like <laughs> well, yeah, if, you, if it's a beer from the, Cornish the first pasta time company. I counted
0: calories drinking beer, I, I want to say that I had four or five pints of reasonable beer at at the Desert Eagle Brewery, and yeah. it was like. Wow, that was 1500 calories of beer. Like Whoa. I of my calories today and it was like 900 calories worth of food and 1500 calories worth of beer. Everywhere this that, is what the doctor was talking about.
1: Everywhere that I looked when I was sort of interested in caring about this, I thought a couple of years ago like uh, the high I thought the high end beers were like 150, 160 calories for a for a can that might or be for bottle, 12 ounce okay. right? But then for Okay, so you know. it's like so it'd be like 200 calories for a pint maybe.
0: It was more than that according to this app, but that app was garbage crowdsourced data, so okay. who the fuck knows. Anyway, we'll find out when I go back to the doctor and see mm-hmm. if he tells me that I did a good job or a bad job. Okay. I've lost 15 pounds.
2: That's that alone is probably Yeah. Yeah. It might also have to do with carbs because I know that being on a low carb diet, I can't drink beer, but I can drink red wine.
0: Like you're not allowed to. Well, because beer doesn't. I mean, because wine doesn't have carbs in it. Right. Are you? Because it has some. It has sugar in it. But. Is this a
1: self-imposed yeah, low-carb diet riff, or is this yeah. a? Is this yeah. a? Yeah. a is for just doctor for losing, mandated?
0: No, nah,
2: just just for losing some weight.
0: Is it working? Or are you, I know you've been you've been doing a lot of walking. You've been doing yeah, your I've morning been doing some I, walk. I
2: haven't got a scale or anything, but I feel like my my I I managed to get uh, to the uh, the next notch on my belt. So mm. a scale,
0: okay. I find is actually super, super useful. Just weighing yourself every day sort makes of you to to remind of you cognizant mind. Just constantly mm. puts it in your mind like yeah. whether you're creeping up or creeping down. You know,
1: it's and it really like, is the like rolling average over a course yeah. of the several days. And, really and, and I mean I,
0: you know which is why I don't like say, hey, I lost four pounds since yesterday, because right. no I didn't really like probably I just peed a, yeah. an extra <laughs> lot. Right. right. But like yeah, the rolling the rolling averages. When I say I lost 15 pounds, I mean that the rolling average has gone down by 15 pounds.
1: I, so in my in my month of just drinking nothing but water, I lost around 10-ish pounds. I definitely
0: feel lighter. You did eat, like, an entire cheesecake for every meal. So <laughs> That's true. I,
2: you, <laughs> cheesecake so and an water diet. <laughs> That's
0: pretty good. A cheesecake for dinner, a cheesecake for lunch. I mean, I'm sorry, a cheesecake for breakfast, a cheesecake for lunch, and a sensible dinner of
1: another cheesecake. <laughs> yeah. Uh, But I've had, uh, it's now three days into September, and I have had a bunch of different drinks, and I'm excited to have more. (laughs) Okay. Yeah.
0: I'm surprised that you want to go to the Mexican place for dinner tonight, because they don't really have anything good to drink there.
1: I think I was thinking of the other Mexican place that has some beers.
0: Okay. Yeah. I mean, they have beer, but you're not like a Mexican beer guy.
1: No, no, no. They have other beers at at the Pineapple. Mexican oh, you're place. talking. You're
0: talking the the two pineapples, not yes. not the not the one. So, so, see now that you're not in Augusterity anymore, you don't even want to walk up a hill. <laughs> the fuck <laughs> is this? No, I think that's a good idea, though. Okay, I did have Mexican food for lunch, but that's okay, buddy. Oh wow, Mexican food for breakfast, Mexican food for lunch, <laughs> and a sensible dinner of Mexican cheesecake. <laughs> a Mexican cheesecake, man. It's just like a like a tortilla with cheese on it.
1: <laughs> is is fried ice cream associated with? Mexico, or was that just? Did we just have really good fried ice cream at that one Mexican I think it place? Is, it
0: is associated with the sort of Tex Mex, Tex Mex. Okay, I don't know if they do it in Mexico or not. In
1: Texas, they probably
0: fry everything.
1: Mm-hmm. So it's really
0: big too. They use really big corn flakes. Mm-hmm. They're like okay corn sheets. <laughs> <laughs> we uh we rolled out an item of the month. We did.
1: I had a I. I, I have got not got looked out. at the I've not we looked did. at the reception no. from a like sales point of view i think it's it's fine it's doing okay yeah
0: um it uh, people seem to be enjoying it they
1: the it's fun to smash a lot of barrels yeah you basically created like a bubble, bubble wrap. wrap that yeah. that that achieves something <laughs> mm-hmm. right so that's that's cool
0: yeah um and i you know i don't know we'll see we'll see how people feel about it in the long term it i did not really pay a lot of attention to making it like powerful <laughs> for a step- yeah, I mean it doesn't I, compete with anything so it's just de facto like a thing you have to have right but like
1: I tried not, to or I or or tried like to keep things like, what I, what my goal was in coming up with some of the numbers was trying to ease the transition out of smithsness that's going to take place and so hopefully that will be a thing for people who care about that
0: yeah you know it was interesting to see uh, <clears throat> people in the forums requesting that we add the ability to turn on standard restrictions for dietary paths because they're like we want to do dietary paths but but there's you were right standard was a good idea (laughs) which
1: is neat to see I I mean Um, it it has definitely become that because we have stopped worrying about proliferation I mean it
0: has gotten more ridiculous right like the the landscape has gotten crazy I am going to do a thing soon um that i'm really curious how this is going to turn out like i think that we can pull something off that will make a lot of people happy a very small number of people will say that it does not go nearly far enough but essentially that thing that i was talking about on the conference call this week where we have a system in place for like reminding you of things that you haven't done today yet mm-hmm. and so i'm imagining that maybe at the like a Unless you turn this off above the main map or whatever. It's like, hey, you haven't like summoned your cocktail crafting ingredients today. Do you want to just hit this one button and then it will Ajax in that? Like, and do, then,
1: you, do you imagine that it will be a separate button for every yes. daily thing and you, know, and you wouldn't want to implement some sort of button to do 20 different things? No,
0: because some of them are going to be things like you haven't done the daily dungeon today and clicking the button will just take, take you, you to there. the daily dungeon, okay. right? So... It, Okay. I mean, I see what, like...
1: Because I could have just imagined there are a bunch of things where you would just want to...
0: Yeah. We, we had also talked about the idea of letting people set up a custom one, right? So right. then they could just write it. The people who really wanted that could just write a chat macro, to do, which they probably already have, like the kind of person that would want that. And then they can just write a thing. Hey, I noticed you haven't run your chat macro today. Do you want to do that? Right. Um, but that's kind of in preparation for the mobile app if we were going to do a mobile app Kickstarter hot stuff when would you let me do that?
1: October. Yeah. Because at that point we'll be done with KOLCon we'll -hmm. be done with master swords will be done with all that stuff Wait. We're theoretically already done with master swords right yeah i mean it, it,
0: but you owe them you're gonna owe them a bunch of, well really what you're gonna owe them is a bunch of telling them to fuck off with all the bullshit that they want they're like they here we insist that you use this new garbage dictionary uh okay this dictionary is garbage <laughs> uh, okay
1: yeah it's not It's not entirely like that, but it, it is. No, and I mean,
0: they had a good reason for... Uh, there was a very good reason for needing to use the new dictionary. I don't think there's a good reason for the new dictionary being as terrible as it is.
1: No, it's... it. Yeah, that's odd. It's what, weird stuff What, what was the good reason for the... The but,
0: license the, that they had for the original dictionary did not extend uh, to a commercial release of the game, so they okay. had to use a dictionary that they could, that they were, like, legally allowed to include in a commercial release. Yeah, that
2: release. makes sense.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's,
1: that's the kind of thing that's going
0: to have to happen, right? Yeah. Um, do we have any sense of when we will be able to tell people...
1: It's funny because it's owned by the same parent company, but
0: that's okay. The dictionary? Yeah. <laughs> huh. That is funny, actually. What? Man. I know. I know. What?
1: <laughs> the bureaucracy involved, I cannot even imagine.
0: <laughs> I mean, I like, I'm glad. I'm glad. Like, I feel like that bureaucracy is also what allowed us to get paid what we got that's paid true. to make this thing. Sure. Like, it's... That's a good point. Do we have any sense of when we might be able to point people to this thing on the app store and say, hey, like, if you want to play this thing we made, you can. If you want to give somebody else some money to play this thing that we made.
1: I think, you know, a really optimistic time might be a month. Oh, really? But I don't know. I really don't know. Like, I think it's going to be it's going to be included with their educational bundle in a couple weeks Oh. Like I think October 1st is when it's coming out in their educational bundle. And,
0: and is that a thing that you can buy or do you have to have, do you have to be at one of the schools that owns I
1: don't know how that works. It. Honestly, I don't think it's, I don't think, a, I don't think a random citizen can buy it. I think anybody can download the app, but it's completely useless because you have, oh, to, you log have to log, in. log into there. And I don't know how you get a login. You, you definitely get a login by being like in one of the school systems that has you their You go to stuff. one
0: of those Juarez sites. Sure, <laughs> because uh, the city of Juarez is a Unified School District but
1: uh, So yeah, uh, but there is also then the commercial release, which I'm—I would imagine they would probably want to do around the same time. You know, within a couple weeks,
0: it'll be cool to be able to show people that. Yeah, no, yeah, totally. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. It's really good.
1: Yeah, it's like a good version is. of Word Realms. <laughs> It's. I mean, it's a stripped-down version. Sure. But, but I don't it's, think... It's
0: good. I honestly think that it's just a better thing overall. Like, I think that, like, Word Realms would have been, would have been uh, the more accessible thing that we wanted it to if it was less rpg
1: There you know? are... Like, not having a timer, I think, makes this less interesting to me in some ways. Oh,
0: absolutely. To us. Yeah. Like...
1: It's definitely... It's definitely more accessible.
0: I mean, it is made for children. It
1: is made for children.
0: But, you know. But it is a
1: totally fun game for adults.
0: Mechanically. And mechanically, I mean, just making a bunch of, just making the fights harder would make it a game that was not targeted at children That's true. anymore. And putting the dick jokes back in. <laughs> right.
1: Right. Um, which, which we had to remove like half of the jokes. <laughs> That's, yep. not, that's not true.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it it really was like how
1: many how oh, many times did we have non-dick to-
2: jokes?
0: <laughs> oh wow, you I misunderstood that.
1: Yeah, that's hmm, okay. Well, I'm gonna need another six months. <laughs> they, they were really fond of your. Uh, that's that's what it sounds like when nouns cry. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
2: that's, that's good.
1: Yeah, nothing like nothing. Twelve-year-olds crave like
2: yeah. <laughs> prince jokes. <laughs> um.
0: But the like I feel like the people at the publisher are like five years younger than us, yeah. Typically, so yeah, it'll, yeah.
1: which makes them babies. <laughs> yeah,
0: but it, but it puts them it puts them in that demo, I guess. Like they they like they like our references, they like our jokes. Um, the art is definitely
1: much more like broadly appealing.
0: Yeah, I mean, just because it is without any style choices
1: mm. well, i mean it is it, it is the style of, of
2: adventure time adventure time yeah. yeah they yeah. kept
0: making us make it more and more like adventure time until the kid until the kids started saying you guys ripped off adventure time and then they were like yeah mission, <laughs> mission accomplished, accomplished. Yes. <laughs> cool thanks like okay, mm.
1: so, <clears throat> so yes, yeah when kids when kids are accusing you of plagiarism you know you're <laughs> doing something right yeah.
0: anyway i i am excited for people to be able to see it me too you know it's yep. Yeah, I'm like I'm excited to be able to like put it on the list of games that we made on that website. <laughs> Check out this right. award that it won. That's
1: true. It did it, it, it's already won an award. Yeah, and
0: like being able to like link to a thing that you can go and uh, you know I, yep. I don't know why I, like I it... The thing is I worked on it myself so little <laughs> that I never got a chance <laughs> to get disgusted with it. Okay. You know what I am still really not uh, even a little bit disgusted with is West of Loathing. Oh yeah. Yeah, I've been having fun. I did a bunch of UI stuff today. I drew some additional horses. Okay. Uh, and by that you
1: mean you like drew horse
0: parts, right? Uh, really, mostly I edited horse parts is what okay. I did. I am. <laughs> it is much easier to create art assets for this
1: on the computer. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, really, <laughs> a video game? You're making art assets on the computer for a video
0: game (laughs) so the way because i am i mean for the most part i'm drawing everything like i Mm -hmm. do i'm not creating things from whole cloth but it is much easier for me to like extend lines manually without having to like copy and paste because i'm scanning this art at much higher resolution like i'm doing just in black and white i would absolutely do a new kol style game like I am scanning it at much higher res in just black and white, so then I it's like I can just use
1: a brush and draw lines. Because um, what you're you're getting back the sort of nicer anti-alias curves by reducing by the size. Down, yeah. Do you do that, or do you let Unity do that? I do that, and then my, Unity will do it again. My
0: hope was that I wouldn't have to, but it really doesn't want to work the way that I want it to
1: because <laughs> you want you want to just give Unity I want I want all of assets. The assets to
0: just literally be black white and transparent but I we just can't it's just it just won't it won't accept it it like it just doesn't look right when you do it that way like you remember all the shit that we were having when we first were doing the scene test where it was like things are just like all weirdly flickery and yep. fucked up sub pixel rendering and stuff like all of that just goes away if you give it the kind of art that it expects which is just like you know, anti-alias bitmaps, right? right. So, and I've got—I'm still using Paint Shop Pro nine from two thousand. Don't worry about that. <laughs> uh, I've got—I've got a macro that saves out assets the way that I want them, and the way that I can. The, the, the other nice thing about this is, like, I can't really, really easily go back and edit old KOL art because I right. didn't like save the scans. I didn't save the pre, the the before shrinking versions of any of that art. And in this, I am. So it's all like stuff is way more reusable than it was. And that's cool. We learned a lot from making master swords. We yeah. learned a lot from making word realms. We learned a lot of things to not do,
1: and then we learned a lot of things to do. <laughs>
0: yeah, and then we learned to, we we demanded a bunch of things in the way that master swords was put together. We didn't. We weren't able to get all of them because of the time constraints. But with this, it's like this pipeline is the way that. I want it, not the way the programmer wants it, which is like, it's important that i be able to make content. It's important that like, it's like, I am so stoked with the way that this works. Like, and I don't remember if I've explained this to, to listeners before, but
1: it's worth it's worth something,
0: something that we're going to be able to do once we really start burning on content for this is you riff or you hot stuff are going to be able to just say, okay, here's a scene.
1: So blank scene. Blank scene. New scene.
0: Draw with the mouse a thing that you want on the scene. Mm -hmm. And then that thing just appears. Like a barrel. As a placeholder. Like a place, the thing that you drew with the mouse appears in the unity video game right as a placeholder asset so you can totally just take your dude in there and interact with stuff and run the scripts that you guys have written and do all of the stuff that happens in this scene and then i just go in and draw real art assets for it later and reposition things and adjust hitboxes and whatever but like
2: can we instead of drawing with the mouse can we paste in from like a clipboard or something i believe that you can i'm not 100 percent sure that that exists I'll but will just it definitely...
1: takes a case some heads from now yeah it's just all
0: <laughs> But yeah, I mean that was another thing that I want for you to be able to just like take a, like you know, just find a picture of a stagecoach, yeah, resize it to where you want it on the scene and and drag it in there, like
2: nice, yeah,
0: and,
1: and that's so. And the idea Can't is that well we is we're just going to make as much like that? ridiculous content as possible. <laughs> like yeah. I mean, it's yeah. just going to be the the game is just packed with a bunch of like alternative sideline things to do
0: and i mean i we're pretty good at that right we're pretty good at producing stuff it's low fidelity enough that like i was i was really worried for a long time when this was still in the conceptual stages about the art bottleneck but i think it's gonna be fine like it's not
1: it's because we've like at this point we are basically you're you're trying to like one of the reasons you made a bunch of horses today was like we are from day one just sort of every day getting more and more animations going because that we know yeah. that that's going to be sort of a long arc process. Yeah. Right. So like the whole game, will just have all these neat little bespoke animated bits here and there.
0: And I'm kind of learning like, you know, how many cactuses do I have to draw before there can just be cactuses everywhere. And it doesn't seem like they're all just copies of the same cactus.
1: And it's like surprisingly few, you know, like, is it, does it add a lot of overhead to have more and more or like,
0: do you just do that? Because- I mean, it just
1: takes twice as long
0: to draw five cactuses as it would to take to draw two and a half.
2: cactuses. <laughs> okay.
0: Oh, man. I had uh, there's a there's a thing. There's a joke that I'm going to put in there. Uh, you know how uh, the Spanish, for whatever reason, I'm uh, fucking Spanish, right? The Spanish word for prickly pear fruit is tuna. So right at the like little grocery store next to our apartment. It just says tuna and it's cactus fruit. Like, uh, you guys got this sign wrong, but no. Uh, The the prickly pear cactuses in West of Loathing are going to have cans of tuna growing on them.
2: Oh, nice. Yeah,
0: Then you'll be able to make a tuna salad. It'll be hilarious. You guys want to answer some questions? Sure. (laughs) Uh, Fig few disgued says just a comment about the possible upcoming mobile app. I've started playing several browser games because they made mobile apps. I only found KOL through some forum signature somewhere I visited like one time. Just having this app in stores is good advertisement. You know, the thing that that Dan Bob pointed out and this is funny because this made you say the kind of thing that I usually <laughs> say about this. He was like, just having a KOL icon on your phone will make people remember that KOL is a thing and want to play it. And, and then and I was like, like you I can totally, already do that. You I totally already have, have one it. of those. Like all you have to do it's is make like, a bookmarklet, a home yeah. screen bookmarklet for, for KOL. On it. And yeah, it's we, for, and we for, for whatever like, reason, for whatever reason, the thing that, the thing that makes me say, all it is, is a fucking browser. There's no point in there being an app. And like, that's the thing.
1: It, the thing, we, it doesn't I think people matter agree that, with you, at, you know, 70% of yeah. the way or it doesn't matter the that the
0: Slack app is just a browser in a right. wrapper, you know, like, except it does because it's just worse than using Slack in a browser. Like all That's that just
1: not true at is, all. There's this
0: bullshit that goes wrong and you don't know what the mouse is going to do because it just does this weird <laughs> mouse capturing. Uh, Hey guys, says Shoresong. I was thinking of ideas for challenge paths, and I came up with one that I think would be nice for longtime fans. How about a path that puts you back into the shoes of pre-NS13, or at least before all the revamped areas? I don't know how far you'd be willing to set things back, but I thought of it whilst feeling nostalgic for the tower gates and tower familiars. That would be... We would basically just have to make a new game that was as close as we can remember to what pre-NS13 was like. It just wouldn't work. And that nostalgia is powerful, but I don't think that anyone would be able to stomach actually playing it that way now because of all the enhancements that we've added. because of just because of like the ridiculous sources of swing and stuff. I mean, oh, I just, I, I just don't, I genuinely do not believe that anyone who cares about, playing KOL now would enjoy they might say that they would enjoy going back and playing that old version of it but I don't think that they would I think that so many convenience I mean that's the thing we'll keep all the convenient UI features and stuff but like it would just be, it would just have to be making a copy of again you know with the way that the way that our backups and stuff work like we couldn't like even revert to that it just wouldn't right. work it wouldn't make sense too many things have changed in too many different places a Zen zero zero says, "Just out of curiosity, how much space does KOL and all of its assets take up on your server hard drive?" You know, it it used to be, and for a long time, this was very stable and didn't go up very much. It was like twenty gigs of database data and like a few megs of scripts, and
1: that was back when you called old user accounts. Mm,
0: yeah, but that that's so little data. That it didn't really matter. The things we, that are big are like we had to, old K mail. Yeah, we had to
1: stuff. call all the like K mails and stuff at that one. Yeah, but point. we didn't used to. We started. Well, no, but I mean, like, yeah, like it kept creeping up and up.
0: Yeah, now it creeps up even faster because of uh, CD Moyer storing detailed information about PvP history. Oh. Those tables just get gigantic. Um, clan logs are also like a big source of bloat there because they're not they're just stored as text Hmm. the old ones are just dumped as text Um, I don't know at this point it can't be that big because we bought those database servers when SSDs were still really really expensive so I don't think that I don't think that the database servers have more than like 128 gigs available each Hmm. in the raid stacks um they, so yeah, it's not it's not nearly – it's not very much.
1: Are it's, they doing I mean, RAID – what is it? What I is believe it is RAID
0: 5 on both of them.
1: Is that like four hard drives and one bit parity one or something? I think so. I think it's four striped ones and one parity drive. Okay.
0: I still that is cannot a, understand how that works. That's super clever. I, I think it's clever, right? I've I've <laughs> read about it, and then I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. But I don't get it. Like, how can you have how can you have one drive that will allow you to reconstruct the contents of one of four other drives? Well, you need all
1: four. You need all four drives to to reconstruct the missing one. Oh, do you? Yeah. the whole, The whole point is like you take the so the four bits of actual data in you know in the first column of bits, you take those four bits and you like and them or whatever, and then you store that bit in the parity drive. So if you take uh, one out,
0: I see you so can you
1: reverse take... the operation. And you're like, okay, what do I need to do to these guys to get that bit? Okay. That's what, why it's what, a pair. That's why it's, it's a sec-
0: Okay. Okay. I guess that makes sense. So you're basically just doing like a r- super rudimentary checksum. Yes.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> bit wise. I think across the whole thing. Yeah. For each bit. Yeah. Like, or, I guess that makes or sense. Whatever. No, I like, you, you're right though. I, I, yeah. yeah. And I don't, I don't know the exact specific thing, but, um, it's something very much like that. Darth Twinkie says,
0: when I first saw the announcement that the nemesis cave was revamped, I partially expected it to be a rollback to the very first nemesis quest as a joke. You know, the one with the fly bend. Anyway, I love the <laughs> revamp. Thank you. Yeah, I did have a fly bend. You needed a fly swatter <laughs> to get right? through that. Uh, and then there was a lavatory troll. And I think you needed a plunger right? to get past him. It was It was very uh, early Sorceress Tower. Was that um,
1: Was that just because those items already existed? Or... Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you were like... We have these things. Yeah, we Let's have see.
0: these. I'll make a. I'll make a quest. Okay. I in fact,
1: was that the first quest?
0: It might have been the first thing oh. that had state tracking. Interesting. In it, um, for a long for a, not a long time, but for a while there weren't flags.
1: It makes sense that your nemesis would have been your like first yeah. quest. Oh yeah. yeah.
0: So huh. there weren't flags. It was just there was a ta- there was a field on the player table that was just quest, and it was an integer, and it was like where are you? So it was like one, eleven <laughs> that you had finished the tutorial, I
1: think. And okay. Then, yeah. Was there a tutorial at the in mm. the early early game?
0: Yeah, you had to paste the Mighty Bjorn action figure together, right. and you okay. had to go to the hermit to get a golden twig right. for the for the nest. Like it was off. It, like it was just all of this crap that got less and less relevant as right. time went by. I'm I think that even the new tutorial is still pretty bad.
1: It teaches you a lot of important concepts.
0: Yeah, it does. But I think it probably also puts a lot of people off with how tedious it seems. There's a big button that says skip this. Yeah. But just give me the stuff. I don't think people want to do that. Hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know what I would make it now. <sighs> there's,
1: like uh, it, uh, yeah, like <laughs> there are so many different systems in KOL that you have to get introduced to a couple of them or you're yeah. just going to be yeah. afloat, you know? there's
0: Yeah, and I mean, I, probably people who are put off by the tutorial are, would also be put off by just playing the yeah. game. But, I mean, I, I honestly kind of wonder, like, if we just turn people loose with the quest tracker and it just said, like, go here and do some stuff, there's like, yay, you did it! Here's some numbers. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think that, because that's how a lot of the game works, if you just click sure. on stuff, right? That's like, true. I think that might be more appealing and more accessible than actually explaining. Like, if we just made, like, hey, you know, maybe you should learn how to cook. Here's a
1: we have the sort of like in master swords we have the ongoing tutorialization where it's like every time you do a little subquest or whatever you come back out and it gives you a, another little factoid about how the game works yeah. right and that i think that is not too obtrusive and lets you make a lot of like make a lot of forward progress feel like you're accomplishing something and still sort of brings you into the mechanisms of the game yeah, i'm curious like if we tried to conceive of like
0: just a tutorialless kol right experience how would we do that and i bet we could i bet we a could find something that like a bunch
1: of giant arrows everywhere we have <laughs> we
0: have a lot you know when you make a kol account the interface is actually pretty clean right there's not a lot of things to do and we could just make some of them fun to click on right and stuff right you know, we could start you with your gear equipped and not like make you learn to equip gear. Cause maybe you learn that on your own later, right? You know, or they're like, you know, you do a quest and it gives you a piece of gear and it's like, Hey, you can go to your inventory to equip this. Yep. Like we give you a quest you know,
1: sure. Give you a like quest. People to-
0: like taking off things on the quest tracker, you know, yep. like it's, Anyway, Southwest says a few weeks ago, Hot Stuff started musing about letting a modern designer loose on KOL. Yes, please. Well, yeah, <laughs> y- give us money in October, and we'll do it. Uh, I think this is the reason most people want an app. It didn't specify what they wanted. App is in many ways synonymous for sleek modern interface uh, for a lot of people. Yeah. The new mobile interface is awesome and definitely a step in the right direction. But I think all the legacy code that you guys mentioned, as well as the frames and tables, give them a, the game a particularly cludgy feel. You know, I don't. We're not going to be able to excise all of that. No, and I will say this again. <laughs> If we were to get rid of the frames, we would just be replacing them with something that are like frames, functionally shittier, less compatible across browsers that don't look like frames. I get it that people would be happier about that, but like, and you... you cannot point to anywhere in the game where tables make anything worse. I'm sorry like
1: yeah what like what is that that is that is an
0: that is just like an insane bit of like ideological
1: so people use css and not tables now for displaying stuff
0: people use css for layout because people are convinced that web design needs to be a thousand times as hard as it needs to be
1: i still like tables yeah
0: because they're great (laughs) and they render consistently across all browsers and you don't have to mess with the dom to center things. Yeah. Like there are definitely some things that CSS is great at. And what I do a lot of the time is I will say, okay, I want, I want these things to lay themselves out gracefully as I resize this window. But if I want to like present some labels and some numbers for what those labels are, I'm going to use a fucking table because it works. And, like, it's great for laying out stuff in a grid. You know? I started, I tried with the, like, the Advice Hot Dog website. I was like, all right, I'm going to just try, because I keep doing this, right? The West of Loathing site, I'm like, I'm going to try to do this right. I'm just going to actually use CSS and stuff. And then it's like, well, I just get to something that you just can't do. How do I make this thing the same size as this other thing? You just can't. (laughs) Like, the advice hot dog website I tried and tried and tried and tried and tried to not use tables. What I wanted was for there to be a thing where there were those two rectangles. You can look at the advice hot dog website right now, two rectangles on the left mm-hmm. and one rectangle on the right. And I want, I wanted the top of the rectangle on the right to be the height of both of them. I just wanted it to line up nice. I just couldn't do it without tables. And. That site is not worse because it has tables. Like it's just, it is not a thing that if it is done correctly that you know exists. If you like turn on the like default table borders, then it's like yes, this looks like a web page from 1991, but there wasn't any, there was no such thing as a web page in 1991. <laughs> <laughs> Jick, you dummy. Anyway, uh, website overhaul might also satisfy some of the desire for an app if it included a modern responsive design. Maybe not all of the desire, but some of it. Yeah, I mean the problem with that is that literally every change we make to the UI to to modernize it or to make it more responsive is met with just universal revulsion.
1: You got these nice rounded corners. Are I know those, I those... use
0: CSS for that, but there was just no way to make those things Be- because those things get larger based on their contents. CSS just doesn't work. Like mm. CSS does not want you to let the user, if they are say half blind, make the text bigger and that is a thing that I really? refuse to stop supporting. Interesting. It CSS does not like things that get taller based on their contents. And tables are CSS great at that.
1: Is like, what about the sort of modern web design where as you scroll down it just dynamically loads in more content so the web pages are infinitely tall? I really, really dislike that. <laughs> That is not CSS though. That's like that's. I mean, that's JavaScript. JavaScript.
0: It's using CSS to, you know, extend things. Okay,
1: but <sighs> I, you know, I just got left behind in terms of yeah, web design, like yeah. Kurt Cameron. Yep.
0: Anyway, uh, Southwest Canadian News.
1: Anyway, I've been fantasizing for years
0: about what the game would look like with a modern interface, and I wanted to chime in with some support for that idea. It, a lot of the trouble with that is that there are so many one off interfaces interfaces in this game that we just can't get rid of. You know? I mean some of them we can, I think. KWE we can get rid of, I think. Adventuring in zones. We can get rid of (laughs) combat. Combat we can eliminate. You know, one of the things that's gonna have to be done for the mobile app is I want to I want to overhaul the combat UI such that what we end up with is something that is a unified system that is both the old style just web form ui and the combat action bar something more like the non-combat action bar right and i don't know if that means when you are in combat we replace the non-combat action bar with the combat action bar because i don't think there's anything in there that you care about while you're in combat um It has the adventure again. The combat action bar has the adventure again thing built mm-hmm. into it, which is nice, but that is easy to do in the non-combat action bar. Having the buttons stay in the same place would be really big. Yep. You know, that was one of the first Grease Monkey scripts that got popular was stationary combat buttons. Um, that is a thing that could be made a lot better, I think. I, it, it will have to be.
1: I, you know, I'd, I am curious how much a, a modern web design, like somebody who is good at modern web design would want to charge to do something like a, a an overhaul of the actual website of KOL and whether we would actually want that. Yeah. Because right? like part of KOL's charm is its retro feel. Yeah. yeah. I do worry about promising all this and then not actually having a designer in mind. I know you do. That's my. I concern. mean,
0: and and my response to that is: if we wait to find someone, we'll never do it. We'll never do it. Sure. Yeah, and you know, having
1: a budget <clears throat> is also a thing that maybe we'll meet somebody. We should be on that. We should be on the lookout uh, at XOXO. At XOXO, yeah for the ideal case
0: would be to hire someone from the player base
1: somebody who is familiar to with do, the game
0: yeah sure because they, then they will have some sense at least of what the kol ui is to them because it is so many things to so many people
1: but it's uh, just to just to sort of argue with you there having somebody who doesn't know anything about kol like they won't be constrained by yeah, yeah history you're probably right so that, that there, you know, I could, I could see both of those being valid approaches and I don't know the right answer. So Southwest says a few weeks ago, Jick
0: was congratulating himself on naming the shivering timbers timbers. I wanted to chime in and agree. The shivering timbers was one of the best bits of wordplay I've ever seen. And if I didn't say it back then, I'll say it now. Bra fucking vo. Well, thank you. Southwest. <laughs> I'm sorry. I yelled at you about tables. F says, would you put up the KOL app survey data out for people to look at? Yeah, I think I can do that. I, there, I don't know if SurveyMonkey has an easy like just export this as HTML. They don't charge you another thousand dollars to export data. Fucking Christ, <sighs> man! Uh, you know, whatever. It was worth it. We got yeah. we got some good data.
1: There are thousands and thousands of people who respond to that survey.
0: Yeah, we're like hundreds more every day. Still, which oh yeah, is weird. Yeah, hmm. I mean, I guess people are still seeing the Facebook stuff in their in their, in feed. their feeds. Um, we thought about running an ad to get more people to see it but I don't think we need it no I think I think we do run an ad for once the Kickstarter oh yeah
1: launches I think that's a good idea um
0: Southwest writes the used text for the lightning bolt skill from the deck of every card includes the phrase low flying butt was that an intentional (sighs) butt to butt substitution or did one of you forget to turn off your butt to butt browser extension when writing that text I like I think maybe they fixed that (laughs) That thing is a constant source of joy. Yesterday I was reading the Something Awful uh, video game podcast thread and somebody talked about reading Understanding Comics by Scott McButt. (laughs) Um, It shouldn't do that inside form fields
2: right like it's been a couple of times when i've been going in to edit stuff and I, i see an errant butt and i'm like oh hmm i wonder if i wonder if zach meant to write butt or if that was his his plugin doing it
0: pico Suárez says hey guys i was just wondering if anybody had pointed out that for uh the pygmy witch lawyer where you say and he's working pro bono you could have made a joke about him working pro bonos it seems so obvious to me but maybe that means it's too obvious to be right for the game no you're totally right about that cheers chance ps i'm a big fan of video games hot talk as well the little cheese mug joke had me laughing like an idiot while i was stuck in traffic thanks for making these long trips more bearable aww Zen Zero Zero says, can we get a better dialogue connecting the barrel full of barrels with unlocking your guild? Yeah, that does not make any fucking sense anymore. I'm going to make it just not work that yes, way. Yes,
1: I was going to say, can we just get rid of the guild involvement entirely?
0: Yeah, I think that it should probably just show up after you're done with the tutorial. Okay. Um I want to make sure that the mimics in there are not oh. something that would... I mean, or maybe it could just show up if you have stats around... The stats of the low-level mimics. Did you or you've ascended once?
1: Well, I was going to say, that did, it's just did you uh, eschew the the notion that every new zone has a sort of you've unlocked notification?
0: Uh, it's not really a zone. You know, like the Dungeoneers Association doesn't tell you when you get a new dungeon. Yeah, there's. Well, it doesn't tell you when... I mean, it becomes available when you finish the tutorial, right? Like, it's... Uh, it, oh, I see. It, 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 there's weird but stuff But the, the, like the
1: world opens up in one sort of big moment there, which I yeah. think is fine. Yeah.
0: I mean, I could also just make the First Order Mimic really easy. It's true. And then have that be a thing. Because, I mean, that you then as a new player, you get some items that are just kind of free, yep.
1: you know? Actually, that's a good point. The, there's no... like the problem with the mimics not the problem the the danger of the mimics for most people is not that it's going to beat you up it's that it takes a turn right so well i think the danger of it
0: for a new player is that it's going to beat you up the danger of it for an experienced player is that it takes a
1: turn yeah so we can like we can solve the problem for the new player while keeping the the hazard for the old player absolutely yeah yeah uh, Zeno
0: also writes, after thinking about it, can we get the last charter in January to make sure that there's at least one charter in standard for the year after the others expire? No, I, I Specifically, sort of explicitly don't want that yeah. um, because I want to be able to make new charter style things. Yeah. Um, and not have them, you know, be broken forever if they're broken. Just makes it less dangerous for them to be broken, Siba says. Community service and, at first glance, the shrine to the barrel god seem designed to be weak for aftercore, missing bounty hunting zones once per ascension. Items, is this intentional or just an effect of the item and path design? It's weird that that people are so hung up on the once per ascension.
1: I mean, it's, it is specifically not something that you're going to have in aftercore, right? Like,
0: yeah, and I mean, you can have it in aftercore if you save it for one day of aftercore. Community service as a path would just be. Fucked if Aftercore made any sense in it, right? Like if if it's like, well, okay, you can just start doing the council quests once you've broken the prism. Like that doesn't, it doesn't. I, I don't feel the need to ensure that
1: paths
0: have viable Aftercore, like because they're just
1: not always going to. Yeah, I mean, we don't. We like. I don't want to have to think about well I, I, on the flip side i i'm i'm i worry sometimes that like we you know we make super farming avatar path things right like we want we also don't want that right yeah. like we, there has to be some balance in uh in what we let you do super easily
0: mega og bull bar says that's a pretty good name greetings many of us well a few of us okay, maybe just me, are still trying to solve this cartouche puzzle. Is it possible to gently prod us in the right direction, or at least give us some comfort that we are not chasing red herrings by saying, yes, you should have ten chains of ten symbols, or, wow, that's a nifty ten by ten square, (laughs) looks like you know what you're doing, or just tut quietly at our (laughs) foolish attempts? Meanwhile, hey, barrels, cheers, bull bar.
1: People People have definitely done a lot of right things, and are are I mean, they've basically
0: gotten it to the point where you anticipate the need for a computer to solve this, yes. right? And I think that's
1: that's not not that just is a br- computer. I it's think like, that it's that like is some
0: specialized, like that is a bridge too far for, for most the, people. Sure, for the kind of engagement that we were likely to get with this,
1: yeah, I I definitely like. I also don't want to go back and add features to that item now, so. I definitely shot way past the mark, which, I, you know, I apologize for. And one of the reasons that I started doing this, like, daily Twitter puzzle thing was, like, okay. To learn how to make
0: easy puzzles. Yeah, kind
1: of, right? Like, uh, and to learn, like, to to see what people, how people engage with harder puzzles. You know, I'm curious, like, what people will, are able to do and aren't, like, can I get people to... Approach harder puzzles and, and, and try them and stuff like that. And I'm, I don't know. I'm I'm curious what, where it's going to go.
0: Right. Garlal says, could we possibly get the effects of avatar potions exempted from PVP? Like everything looks yellow currently is a completely ignored for all minis. Doesn't lose, lose turns per combat. It's nice when we get in seasons like the current one where people can run them. No problem. It adds some color to PVP combat to let people personalize. But in other seasons, there are minis like purity, least effects run, which punish their use. I still, and I, I get that this obviously makes some kind of sense to people. I think Purity is a terrible PvP mini. And
1: it's, I, I love that it competes so much with other objectives in PvP a lot of the time, right? Like, you have to, you know, like if hot damage and hot resistance are a mini, you have to see how much you can get. While also having the fewest number of effects possible. And there's like, there is a real trade off there.
0: Yeah, but I don't. I, so I think things compete interestingly if you're trying to figure out how to balance. I mean, and I guess purity is just like a score, right? So yeah. that, that is a balancing act. But I think that for the most part, people just decide to either ignore it or ignore the other
1: thing. <laughs> Um, that may be and, true,
0: and that that I think makes it less less interesting. But yeah, I, there is something, there is some tag that we can put on effects that makes that not. There are a lot of there are a lot avatar of avatar effects. Though. I kind of wish now that there are so many of those, and mm-hmm. I mean, if only I had the power to change this, I kind of wish that those weren't potions with effects. I wish that they were a category of item that just changed your avatar, like maybe for the day. Huh? Like, because them being effects means they are in that ecosystem that has a bunch of stuff that affects, that expects effects to mean something. It expects effects to affect an effect. (laughs) Um, Uh And potions, right? Like the, the, Mr. Ching's goggles. I also, Riff, fuck you. What? Like, it is so hard to keep track of and say the names of those guys. Like, I could not... I didn't remember which one was supposed to be Cheech and which one was no. supposed to be Chong because you just made them combinations of each other's name. Um, I mean, thanks for doing all that work. But anyway, Mr. Ching's spectacles, the things that give you random potions, like, are so
1: overwhelmingly just giving you avatar Which potions. It's probably what makes them a reasonable thing, because Yeah. Otherwise they would be like because they give you a
0: lot of potions. But it's the thing that I don't like about those Avatar potions is that I see them and I think, oh what exciting thing is this? And it's like, oh right, no, it's just some Avatar bullshit. That like that would be exciting if it was its own thing, but because I think, but- whoa, what is this item? What is an I what I didn't know we had an item that was called this. And it's like, oh right, it doesn't do anything
1: does too. It changes your avatar. Okay, <laughs> and and then it you, it's like as you play, you are taking on all these different personas. Because if you don't care about them, you just use them, and then you're constantly in different disguises throughout the day.
0: Okay. F says your conversation about the world famous KOL mobile app struck me as strange. You guys have had the discussion in the past about a burn 10 turns button and came to a different conclusion. When you click to fight a monster in the browser, doesn't that just run script server side that updates your player data player data in the database? The browser is just pulling the information from the server for you to view after the fight. So the only problem that a burn 10 turns button in the app would have is that the player would need to make sure that they had enough potions buffs HP to cover those 10 turns. That's pretty much what Mafia does now. If you run out of HP, you're dead and the fight script won't run anymore. If you run out of muscle fart potion on turn 5, you last 5 turns through the script but then won't have it. Is there something stored locally on my machine, besides a session cookie that I'm missing, the act of initiating the scripts is what's happening on your computer. Like, Mafia is doing it, Mafia is generating a tremendous number of individual web requests to make those multiple fights happen. And that is the thing that is real tricky to do with a single button press in KOL natively. Like, we could do it, but we would have to write something that in real time. But may, in an
1: app, in, an app that would be more feasible. In
0: an app it would be more feasible, but it would be like that is a level of automation that like it KOL Mafia has been in development for a decade. It's true. To have arrived at that, right? Like it is it is fundamentally different. What Mafia does to run through multiple fights is fundamentally different than what we would have to do. Like because we would have to run multiple PHP scripts in sequence which there's not Like, that requires code running on the user's machine to do.
1: Well, okay. What if... uh, You can call one PHP script from another PHP script, right? So, I could imagine hitting a button, setting a flag, and we have... Right. At the end of fight, fight, it it just says, if
0: this flag is set, then then run adventure again. I, yeah, I don't actually think that that would work. Okay. Like, because all of those things generate an entire web (laughs) page. Right. So.
1: Right. Okay. The display. The you, display is. To, it's threaded into
0: the display. Weird. You would have for to change, sure. You would have to change everything about the way okay. all of the scripts That's work true. to get like. That's it, true. It was. It was a significant amount of refactoring to make it so you could run multiple rounds of combat in one page load, and it causes a shitload of problems. Like auto attack. There are all. There's all of this bullshit in fights that works one way if you have an auto attack set attack, attack set, and one way if you don't, because of the refactoring of the code that made macros run across multiple rounds in a single page load you know and there's stuff like you know eat multiple isn't really a feature that's just calling the eat code multiple times and s- saving the output and then displaying it all in one page load and the, fundament- like and the that fundamentals like fundamentals of and the that game was, are not designed to work that way
1: yeah i was saying and that worked because it was such a small display yeah And it was fairly
0: compartmentalized. Yeah. No, I mean, it was entirely compartmentalized. But even then, we had to, like, split up a bunch of stuff so that you weren't, like, declaring the same function multiple times. Like, it... Right. It would would be a mess to try to run a single script that would then generate the output for multiple adventures and fights. And what if you got a choice adventure? Like, you know, which you do in modern kol zones right like it uh, automating play is complicated and so fraught with ambiguities about what the right way to do it is that i think it needs to remain like the purview of linux assholes with the sort of open source philosophy of ambiguity is awesome just support literally everything and have the UI have literally everything in it, all at the same time. Let's all use the GIMP
1: <laughs> instead of PaintShop Pro Nine. I mean, what I what I think I would propose is we make a KOL app that is super accessible and does all of the basics. Yep. And then we burn through any extra money beyond that that we raise from the Kickstarter what trying to requests trying to just make it more and more feature rich yep without fucking it up yep and then when we run out of money we stop <laughs> yeah so, I mean that's so yeah
0: i mean the amount of money that i'm going to ask for is the amount that i think it will take to, to do the basic thing to make a thing where you can adventure and you know eat your burritos and make your cocktails and and you know fight monsters and do quests yep um you know and I, as long as we're upfront about that as long as we're up front about that, let's go have a taco. Okay. <laughs> Riff, are you going to go have a taco?
2: Uh, I might get some crappy Chinese food. I uh, haven't decided. Okay, You carb, can put it, you can put it in a taco? Food. I, I, I could do that. <laughs> if you think
0: about it, a noodle is a taco.
2: Oh,
1: Jesus.
0: <laughs> Guys, I've had a good time recording this episode of the Kingdom of Loathing podcast with you, and I hope we do another one next week. And listeners, I hope you'll join us. And until
2: you do, make a hamburger out of farts. Good night,
1: everybody. Have a great week, everyone.